Okay, hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Innovations in Education, eSchool News' podcast on the latest and greatest happenings in K-12 EdTech this week. I'm Kevin Hogan, and I'm glad you found us. Can I just ask everyone to stop for a moment and take a breath? I can't remember a whirlwind of speculation, excitement, and in many cases, fear about a new piece of technology affecting the way we teach and learn. If you haven't heard, read, or used ChatGPT yet, may I suggest getting out from under that rock? There is so much to unpack here. May I also suggest we take a step back and look at some of the content posted to eSchool recently that can put all of this hoopla into perspective. Let's dig in. First off, Maria Wally, she's the co-founder and head of content at Prof Gym, writes that AI won't fix everything, but it's a step in the right direction. Maria lists a bunch of arguments for the advancement of these technologies for education. Here are a few. Number one, AI tremendously cuts down on lesson prep. Preparing lessons is one of the more time-consuming parts of a teacher's job. According to a McKinsey study, teachers spend over 20% of their time just preparing for class. That's over 10 hours a week. An AI tech company can help by giving teachers the power of AI to scan text, and turn it into well-designed slides. By simply sharing a link to a textbook or by uploading a PDF, the AI then auto-creates well-designed slides that teachers tweak to use for sleek lesson presentations. Another one, AI reduces challenges with time off. The substitute teacher shortage is dire and hinders a school's ability to function, she writes. Far too often, teachers come to school sick due to a lack of substitutes. Schools must support teachers as humans. AI can help them reduce lesson prep and act as an instruction supplement. She goes on to say that schools can leverage the teacher's AI-generated lesson on the same subject, while teachers can also track and monitor a student's progress. This gives teachers and the administration more flexibility when missing school days, whether that be the teacher or a student missing class. And here's one more. AI helps with automatic grading and assessment creation. She writes, teachers spend between five to seven hours a week grading. This is widely known as the worst part of teaching. AI can eliminate much of this. With AI tools, grading becomes automatic. And with instant answers, students can better understand the concepts. AI can also reduce the teacher's time creating questions as it automatically generates possible learning assessments Be sure to read the whole piece. It's up online in the top story feed this week at eschoolnews.com with the title, Teachers Are Burning Out. Can AI Help? Next, another example of an incredibly fast-growing number of applications that prove that AI can be a good thing. This past fall, NWEA, a not-for-profit research and educational services organization that serves K-12 students, announced progress that it had made toward creating an accessible and equitable math assessment for middle school students with visual impairments. Last October, the organization was awarded an AI for Accessibility grant from Microsoft. The project, led by research manager Dr. Elizabeth Barker, in collaboration with Perkins Access Digital Accessibility Consulting and the Governor Moorhead School, plus two local experts, Sonia Steinbeck, a math educator, and Neil Suffer, an accessibility mathematics developer, aimed to create accessible assessment formats. 
NWA chose to tackle this important challenge, wanting to ensure that students with visual impairments benefit from these accessible math techniques and so they can have equal opportunities in their studies. Since last year, they've integrated something they call process-driven math, another great education acronym out of it, PDM, which is a learning support tool that uses chunking to simplify the landscape of complex algebraic expressions, and it reduces the cognitive load on working memory into the prototype. So not to get too deep into the weeds here, but when, it, when using a screen reader, a student would generally listen to a whole question, read from the left to the right. Now with these prototypes and applying the philosophy behind PDM, students have the independence on how and where to interact with the math program. This decreases cognitive load since they do not have to listen to the entire equation all at once. They can skip to the part they've already heard. The prototype gives a broad overview of an equation akin to a glance from a person with sight and then allows a student to dig in deeper to any part they wish. Again, I mean, this is just another example of these pieces of software and these services that are being provided through the use of technology are nothing but a, a benefit. There's no worry about losing teachers. These technologies can only enable teachers. Finally, as we've heard so much over the past two weeks, artificial intelligence can be an ambiguous word in education circles, evoking images of machines replacing human teachers in the future. The truth, while less fantastic, is that AI is a solid tool that assists educators in the classroom right now. I was able to have a great conversation with Levi Belknap. He's the chief strategy officer at Merlin Mind, who helps break down some of the myths and offers very real examples of how AI can be a help, not a hindrance, to learning in and out of the classroom. Here's a snippet. Dig us in a little deeper into the weeds into the particulars of Merlin Mind and, and what that means for artificial intelligence in the classroom. Yeah, so this is a journey that we have been on for about a, at least a decade, really. So if you look at the founding of Merlin Mind, it came from the IBM Watson team at the research labs at IBM that were building Watson AI solutions for education. They spent almost a decade there looking at how can we apply this really powerful AI platform that can do some of those things that humans do well, that can compute data, that can see the world, that can understand, that can potentially speak the human language. And now how can we bring that into the education world? Well, that really focused initially on intelligent tutoring systems and more or less trying to create a computer that acted like a teacher potentially for the kind of idea you talked about, almost replacing a teacher, not necessarily saying we don't need teachers, but saying, what if you don't have a teacher available? What if a student's at home? What if a student's in a, a rural area? What if a student doesn't have a teacher available? Is there a way that we could teach a computer to act like a teacher with AI? And the conclusion more or less was, it just doesn't really work. <laughs> yeah, you have the, yeah. all these adaptive learning platforms and other solutions that try to emulate a teacher helping a student navigate their learning path when they struggle, helping them identify the struggle, fix that misunderstanding and then move forward. But what we learned and what we kind of know intuitively as humans is teaching is so incredibly human, right? There's all this emotion around, I trust my teacher and the teacher has care and even love for that student and their progress. And then they understand the shared context of in this classroom, in this state, in this country, in this time of the year, all the different kind of metaphors and shared experiences that you can bring into teaching. 
AI is just not good at that, right? It doesn't understand that it's Friday and I'm burnt out after the week and we've had a hard week because of testing and all these other things are going on that are burdening the student and the teacher. And then we might just need a break today to kind of like learn in a way that's more human. AI doesn't get those things, right? And so that's where we realized and the founders of the company, um, Satya Nitta and his co-founders basically said, we've seen that AI is taking off in the consumer space with voice. People are starting to speak to computers. Let's not try to build a teacher. Let's not build a computer that can teach. That's just, it doesn't work. But what if we used AI to simplify the way humans, specifically teachers, interact with computers in the classroom so that their life could be easier, so that they could do less kind of mastering technology and more connecting and paying attention to students? So not so much uh, artificial intelligence to replace teachers, but maybe replace teacher assistants? You see, that's an interesting, that was, we actually thought that at the beginning, we thought, well, are we gonna replace teacher assistants, right? Because that's not necessarily the intent either. And what we learned very, very quickly, we got Merlin into classrooms that had teacher assistants. And what the teacher and the teacher assistant said was, amazing, now we both have more time for the students. Right. Because I mean, if, right. if, we're, if, like, if we really think about what the optimal schooling experience would be, really it's probably a human expert, expert mentor, teacher, coach, guide, sitting next to every student 24 seven, right? Like that much attention and care to that student's learning would be phenomenal. We just are resource constrained, right? We don't have enough people to sit next to every student. And so I think what basically you can look at Merlin Mind is a solution that simplifies work in the classroom for teachers and students. So it's easier to teach and learn and get the most out of that shared time together. And every additional human you can bring in the room to help, fantastic. Merlin just makes it easier for all of them to focus on emotional connections, instructional time, and less administrative work and just kind of technology management. You can go up online to eschoolnews.com and go under the webinar tab to hear the full conversation under the title, AI in the Classroom, Supporting Innovative Teaching and Increased Productivity. So that about wraps it up for this episode. Be sure to check back on eschoolnews.com for all the latest and greatest news and analysis for what's happening in the edtech space. Remember, eSchool is always free and always helping innovative educators just like you. Until next time, I'm Kevin Hogan for eSchool News.